Welcome to Growth Amplifiers. I am Kenny Harper. Growth Amplifiers showcases ideas from the top business owners and entrepreneurs to inspire and empower you to thrive in your life, business, and achieve a higher purpose. I'll be sharing actionable insights you can apply towards your business in each session. Growth Amplifiers is dedicated to you, your success, and fulfillment. Get ready to amplify. Hey there, Amplifiers. Today we have an expert when it comes to being creative. Nir Bassan is a world-renowned creative expert and the author of The Creative Mindset. He's taught thousands of leaders and individuals across the globe on how to power, uh, how to harness the power of creativity to improve profitability, increase sales, and ultimately create more meaning in their work. Now, Growth Amplifiers knows that it's really important to pay attention to profits, and when you can really get your mind thinking about thinking outside the box, doing things more creatively, that's how you're going to be able to get some momentum and have fun doing it. So I'd like to welcome to Growth Amplifiers, Nir Bassan. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here, and thanks for taking some time to sharing some tips that can ignite your inner creativity. Yep, that sounds good. Now, I got some questions for you. I kind of gave you an introduction, and you know, I looked at your website. You've got some amazing pictures where you're doing these big events, transformative events, and I could tell you've got the, the book out. You're just doing some amazing things. But what got you inspired to do what you're doing now? Yeah, so um, it's really around having the need for what I'm doing, really. So what I found was that, you know, I, I've been a serial entrepreneur my whole life, right? I've had companies and, um, you know, even worked for other people and always look for an advantage and edge. And I noticed that people that do really well, Kenny, are creative. And then people that don't do well tend not to be creative. So I was like, cool, I'm going to be creative. I'm going to find a book, right? Highlight it, circle it, and, you know, just kind of love it and it'll help me. And so I looked on the marketplace. I looked out there. This is about 10 years ago now even. And there was nothing, nothing, not one book on actionable creativity. Everything else was about why, why you should be creative. Why is it good to do this? Why should you do it in the first place? But there was no how. So like any sort of great entrepreneur, which I'm sure your audience is filled with really great people who have really great ideas, um, I solved the problem that nobody else solved. I saw something that existed that needed to get solving, and so I wrote a book on the how the how of creativity, how to do um, you know 92 things to make you more creative no matter what you do. I really like that, you know, because when we're kids, we're naturally creative, but then we go through this process of kind of like, boom, boom, fall on the lines, follow the rules, and slowly but surely, people, a lot of people kind of lose that that spark, that creativity, because you got to learn the skills of order. You got to learn the still skills of following the rules, but then it, at the cost of losing creativity. So, there are a lot of books out there talking about all different things, but just to say, how, what is it, the roadmap? What are things we can actually do to spark that creativity is really powerful. So as you've, you've got some great ideas, what are, what are some of the things that you, you teach in this book? What are some of the ideas and principles that spark creativity? 
So, yeah. So, you know, there's 92 principles in the book. And the cool thing is that each one of them is absolutely free. Uh, I do uh, quite a bit of consulting along with keynote speaking. And when I do consulting, usually it's like, oh, you know, Nears here, we're going to have to buy some expensive equipment, or we're going to have to start an innovation department. I get that a lot. Like, oh, we're going to have to start some, you know, it's just going to cost us a lot of money. So, <laughs> yeah, totally. So, I set out to write the book to sort of illustrate that the principles in it are essentially free. Every single thing in the book is free. It really is about changing your mindset from the analytics, just like you were talking about, which is kind of beat into us from childhood. Mm -hmm. And it's about shifting it to more of a creative mindset, a creator mindset where you can operate in balance. And some of the stuff that I go through in the book is how to operate your brain and kind of the uh, the middle, right? We're right. so far, you know, extreme these days, Kenny, right? <laughs> people are on the far left, people are on the far right, everybody's like, oh, my side is the best, you know? <laughs> and for me, I'm, I'm trying to bring, bring people back to the middle, because human, um, the optimal human performance for me is always been when you combine the analytics and the creative side. So I talk about ways to combine your brain into a super unit. I talk about like some super unlikely personality traits like humor and empathy and all of these things that will make you better at creativity that, you know, people generally don't don't think about. I talk about little victories, how to have victories in little chunks that can then get you to where you need to go rather mm -hmm. than what is taught today in most businesses and even most careers is that, hey, you know, that's a North Star. You align to that and don't stop until you get there. Well, I'm like, time out, man. It's not about that big victory sometimes. Right. It is about the little victories that take you in a particular direction that enables you to have amazing um, creative growth. I talk about shutting up a lot. I know it's weird on a podcast, dude. <laughs> like, I know, but I talk a lot about how we talk too much in general, and we are missing so many great things. Uh, feedback from customers, listening to, to even social channels and, you know, podcasts and stuff like that. It is incredibly valuable to hear a perspective that is different than yours. And yet so many of us are like, you know, we're too afraid of doing that for whatever reason, but we need to start listening more. And then finally, I mean, I got 92 in there. So we're, right. we're covering like what, 88? <laughs> uh, we're on 88 to go, 87 to go. But um, the other thing that I talk about uh, in there is comfort and how uh -huh. comfort kills. And I tell the readers and, and something I want your listeners to, to also understand is that when you are comfortable, there's no creativity that could possibly happen. It's just not happening. And, you know, we're so bombarded with technology these days. I mean, I got, you know, a hundred and something apps on here that can do, you know, 101 different things, right? Uh -huh. And I rely on it a lot, but I really should rely on my own brain, which is 
a million times better than anything this device can do mm-hmm. to solve problems. And I, I talk a little bit about how technology makes us comfortable, how comfort breeds, you know, uh, complacency. I do some case studies in uh, about companies. Mm-hmm. I don't do Blockbuster because everyone else did Blockbuster. I do other companies and I try to keep it fun. And really, I, I'm kind of a cheerleader for people who want an need to get to the next level in what they're doing so that they can break through the barriers that have been holding them back. I like the concept of like, here's, here's a lot of different exercise you could do. You know, I, I started meditating a few years back. And when you start meditating, you're like, Oh my gosh, my mind has a monkey mind, but it's, it's the repetitions of continuing to do a little bit that starts getting your mind to calm down and seeing things differently. So when you could pick up your book and you could start going through the exercises, I could see how that's going to just have you start seeing things differently, acting differently and getting different results all over the place. Totally. This is a doing philosophy. My philosophy when I'm out there in the world sort of spreading this message, it ain't about get rich quick. It ain't about, you know, easy. If that's what you're interested in, listen, man, there are thousands of books that come out, you know, every month that promise you, you know, a $10 investment, $10 to a million dollars, you know, all that stuff. I haven't seen it work once, man. If if you want that to go for it, if it works for you, great. Um, This is a real doing book, right? I want to empower people with tools so that they could say, okay, I want to start being more creative in what I do. And here are some tools. I've got a lot of stuff in the book, Kenny, that Mm -hmm. is Um, actionable. It's something you just sit down and do. I've got ways to spark creativity, ways to understand where creativity comes from. It's exercises that you can do by yourself or with your team, your leadership team. You can do it with, you know, your, your middle management team or wherever you are in your career. I've done it with, you know, 1400 people in a, in a conference before, like, boom, everybody ready, get a piece of paper out. We're going to start working. For me, creativity is far more about perspiration than it is inspiration. I do not believe that you get hit by a lightning bolt of inspiration and all of a sudden you move forward. That is not true. Completely debunked. What creativity really is, is a process that is embedded in our DNA to who we are as human beings. And it is a process that anybody can learn how to do. It just takes the will to want to learn to do it. So thank you for sharing that. And we're going to pivot a little bit here to a couple of different things. So growth amplifiers, sometimes it's the things we know that can help people out. Sometimes it's the lessons that we've learned. Um, what's a challenge or something that you've over you've overcome on your journey that you've like you learned a lesson from? So I had a a production company in Hollywood, right? And we released a couple of movies and we did some uh, commercials and stuff like that, and we had a lot of success. And when we released the last movie that we did, um, you know, we we sold it to a big distributor, Universal, and you know, it did really well. And then literally I did nothing. Mm-hmm. I would, Kenny, I was convinced that I've arrived, dude. I was like, the limo's going to pick me up. Totally. You know, <laughs> just like, it's just going to be, the, <laughs> this is going to be the best thing ever. And I'm done. And what ended up happening was that 
our competitors started to do, you know, a similar product and, and a similar sort of service. And we just got bumped out. So I learned the hard way and perhaps embarrassingly that there is no point of arrival. It's really the journey that matters and how you spend that journey and what you do during that journey that matters the most. And for me, it really is about continual innovation continual creativity to get people to the next level from where they are now. What I wish I would have done, and I'm glad I kind of didn't do it, to be honest, because I learned far more <laughs> from, you know, firing people and having this whole company go under than I did from getting it right. Mm. That's the truth. And so what I learned and what I take away from that is never rest on success, never get complacent, never think that you're better or smarter or, you know, more cunning or whatever than someone else. Never, ever feel like you've reached a point where you can't contribute more. And so it, it's in the book now. It's one of my principles about don't rust, rest upon success tool. It's one of the only, you know, 92 tools that I don't want you to use. <laughs> and so I learned it the hard way and it was a transformative lesson in never ever giving up and never ever stopping. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, you know, I think everyone can probably relate to at least some point in their career when they had the Rocky three moment and they lost the eye of the tiger and, totally. <laughs> and you're like, why, why did I do that? That's so silly. <laughs> oh, darn, darn these little ego things that we, we end up building that come along with the, the journey. And then you learn, you learn from it and then you can make, take new actions. We so, are totally, <laughs> we're in a, like a, uh, mistake adverse society these days. I mean, seriously, man, like we expect our politicians not to make mistakes. They make mistakes all the time. We expect, you know, our, our, you know, medical professionals not to make mistakes. Dude, look at, look at COVID. I mean, how many mistakes have been made so far? You know, um, right. it really is what we learn from this. It's what we, how we take those mistakes and turn them into opportunities later, turn them into innovation, turn them into, you know, maximizing um, revenue so that you can extract a little bit more profit out of it. These are really, really important creative principles, yet we are just not doing them enough in business today. I, I totally agree. You've got to be able to look at, look at those mistakes, learn, move around, take accountability, move on. So question for you. Um, so we thanks for sharing, by the way, some of the, the lessons you learned on, on the challenges. Yeah. What's, something that's worked, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, what, what's some of the, um, what's a lesson or something that you're doing right now that's working for helping you kind of amplify your business? So amplifying my business right now is being able to keep up with change. Um, I do a lot of consulting and sort of keynote speaking, and a lot of that has moved online now for me. So I'm, I'm doing workshops and working with companies and associations and stuff like that online. And being able to kind of change and be flexible has been really great. It used to be that, you know, you kind of had to have a polished front and, you know, hey, you know, I'm on stage and that kind of thing. And now, you know, I'm doing stuff from my office at home. And right. it's just a different, different vibe. It's, it's 
the ability to change with what's going on is critical right now. Kenny, there's two things that people are going to do. Your listeners only have two roads at this point, right? We're in the middle of a crisis. You have two roads. One is that you give up, you shrivel up and die, which is what unfortunately most businesses are doing or two you look at your opportunities and you recognize incredible incredible innovation potential and mm-hmm. you go in that realm um you know so when i used to fly out and do a keynote somewhere and now i am on the computer i'm on the phone i'm offering like 15 minute little tidbits of of information you know helping tweak and and polish and looking at sort of reports and helping people understand some opportunities in their own products or service or, or even in their careers so i've been able to shift from one thing to another and i'm going to continually shift and continually change as mm-hmm. As the business changes, I'm going to change with it. And and I invite your listeners to look at their particular field. I don't know what they're in, but maybe they own a chain of, uh, of fast food restaurants or a dry cleaner, or maybe they manufacture a certain part. You know, whatever they do, there is incredible opportunity if you just shift your mindset and look at the crisis as, well, an opportunity instead of what we're used to looking at it as, which is, oh, this sucks. You know, right. this sucks is not an actionable item. Right. <laughs> so I want people to, to get excited about the potential for creativity. Speaking of excitement, what's something that you could share right now that you're working on that you would like to plug or in, enroll people in, invite people to check out to, so they could spark their creativity? Sure. So we just launched an online community uh, around the book. It's on my website, you go to nearbashan.com, click on community, and it's like a moderated forum. We got amazing people contributing, everything from C-level people to interns we have on there. And people are asking questions and getting help. So it's a very exciting thing. Um, I'm working on hopefully getting another book going um, about how to use creativity in crisis Mm because there's story after story of companies that have gone through hell and back, right? Mm -hmm. And they created some innovation that is incredibly important and it's even saved lives like in the case of Tylenol um, you know they had a a terrorist poison Tylenol pills in 1982 and out of that it was horrible but out of that crisis came you know safety seals right Mm -hmm. you can't even buy dude you can't even buy like cottage cheese at the store without a safety seal on it and that innovation saved countless lives and I want to excite people about the opportunity of, of how, you know, bad times can actually, can actually turn out to be pretty good. So I got the, the, the next book that I'm working on, the community that I'm working on. And, um, this current book comes out on August 4th. It'll be available worldwide. If any of this sounds interesting, um, I would love to hear from you. Um, it's on Amazon and Barnes and Noble being translated into two languages and really exciting nearbashan.com definitely go there check it out uh, i saw you download a free first chapter of the book um, yeah check out the community this is really actionable stuff you know we, a lot of the stuff that we talk about on growth amplifiers is about um, marketing or sales or you know business growth strategies but this is a different realm it's talking about some creativity exercises that you can bolster up your creativity so definitely go there check it out you can only amplify 
by plugging into new ideas, sparking your mind and creativity. So as we wrap up, Nir, if you wouldn't mind sharing just one final thought that could help others on their journey. Yeah, so a uh, final thought. If you're listening to this podcast and you're like, you know what, this thing kind of sounds good, but I'm not creative, right? I get that from individuals when I speak at conferences. I get this guy's going to be expensive from mm-hmm. the C-suite. Right. And then from people, I get I'm not creative. You know, that's my cousin. He plays the piano so well near. He's amazing. And you should listen to him sometime. And he's so creative. My, my advice to people who don't think they are creative is to understand that we are all creative. It's in our DNA and it's just been shoved down our whole lives. It's that gut that you have, that voice telling you what you need to do. And I don't know about you, Kenny, but every time I ignore that gut, I end up getting screwed financially, you know, um, personally, the whole deal, I get screwed. It's really about listening to that gut and, letting it sort of guide you and letting it spark creativity in everything that you do. So for your listeners who think that you are not creative, stop it. Stop it right now. You are creative. You just need some tools to learn how to extract it and use it in your everyday life. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, for sharing some insights that spark people's creativity. And if you haven't done so already, do it right now. Go to near. Oh, there we go. We got the book right there. I got the book right there. Uh, the Creator Mindset. Go to nearbashan.com right now. Check it out. You're going to be glad you did. All right. Thanks, Nir. Thanks, Kenny. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.